naturally Granny Keto, welcoming you to my podcast, Chew the Fat with Granny Keto. On my website, grannyketo.com, I have a page called Granny's Table with all my favorite keto recipes. I hope this podcast makes you feel that you are sitting at Granny Keto's table just chewing the fat. Discussing this and that, sometimes the science of keto, sometimes chatting with guests, sometimes just talking about the week's adventures, grandkids, how a recipe turned out, or challenges and victories, keto and otherwise. But always friendly and casual, and welcoming you into my home. Pull up a chair and sit a while. Hi, this is Miriam, Granny Keto here, and I'm interviewing a lovely couple. Laura and Will Miner from the Florida Keys, and how I know them is, <laughs> I won't even get involved, but Will is somehow through marriage related to Chris, and I think you all know Amy and Chris that I've been interviewing on my podcast, and this is how they come to me, is through this relation, and I went to Laura and Will's Facebook page, Minor and Major keto.com oh no that is your that's your website what's the facebook page the facebook page is the same name minor and major keto yeah okay and so we just started corresponding and they also have a podcast and i have a podcast i'm new to this so amy suggested that we get together so here we are uh they're a little bit more comfortable with it than i am you all know i'm still new uh so i'm going to ask them to jump in a lot if it looks like i'm really flubbing and don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) so anyway (laughs) welcome will and laura and thank you for joining granny keto and chew the fat with Granny Keto. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. (laughs) So anyway, I, we, we chatted a little bit before the podcast because I had not met them before. And I said, I was just going to ask the standard questions. I'm not really going through a list, but things that are interesting to everybody. But first, let me tell you why I asked them because they are a married couple doing keto together and they have two young children. And I thought that that would be absolutely an interesting interview so first of all how did you get interested in keto well that i guess that would be me okay (laughs) i um i i found out about it i you know i had my my youngest daughter three years ago she's three three years old and i was sort of going all over the place with exercise and diets and calorie calorie restriction and all that trying to lose the baby weight and nothing was really working very well. And I, through just internet, I guess, I stumbled upon this keto thing. <laughs> and uh, and it looked like something that I could make happen with entrees, you know, because I do most of the cooking in the house. I mean, Will cooks also, but I do most of it. And uh, so I could, it looked like something that I could do where I would be able to cook dinners. And then if I needed to make like, carby sides for them I could but still make the entree keto and nobody would know (laughs) you know (laughs) so Will did you know she was on keto or was this really a a stealth kind of uh, operation here well it's funny because when she 
she kind of mentioned it. She's like, ah, you know, I think I'm going to try to try another diet. And this was uh, back in, for me, it was back in April of 2018. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I think I'm going to try another diet. And she's like, do you want to do it? I'm like, oh, no, a diet. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Vegetables. Who, who do you think you married? Yeah. And she's like, well, this isn't really like a diet. Like we'd kind of think about it. She's like, this is like a, a meat diet. And I was like, no, no. I don't believe it. Somewhere in there, there's a carrot, and I don't, I don't, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> and so so she kind of set off on that journey on her own. Um, I knew she was doing it, and within a very short period of time, I could see dramatic weight loss. I mean, within like a week and a half, I was like, holy crap, did you lose some weight? She's like, yeah, yeah, this diet. I'm like, Get out of here. I'm like, no way. Mind you, I went from red hair to blonde hair and he didn't notice. So this was a big deal. (laughs) See, see, if you're going to make fun of me for being colorblind, you could at least have some sensitivity. So you, so you, you started as so you said you were going on a diet, maybe not too specific, and you started cooking meals with carby sides for him, and then eventually, will you just looked at this and said, "I'm going to cut carbs too"? Or no, what happens? No, it didn't happen no, quite that easy. I am not that kind of believer. <laughs> no, uh-uh. but you were um, enjoying the entrees. I was no, making. yeah. There's nothing wrong with the food that was that was coming out. It was great, um, but. I'm not going to go outside of my comfort zone unless I fully understand why and and how. And so slowly she starts kind of putting me on to these podcasts of various folks uh, who at the beginning, for the most part, were, you know, normal, normal chums just kind of doing this and explaining their experience. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. But they're, you know, and then my mind, I'm justifying like, well, they're running and they're they're lifting weights and that's how this is all working. And uh, it wasn't until um, what really kind of piqued my interest more was we watched uh, a documentary on, um, I think it's on Netflix, right? Yep. On Netflix called yeah. The Magic Pill, which, which I watched. And there were a p- couple of points in that, that movie that really piqued my interest. I mean, it, it turned on the science mind side of me. And um, so I started quietly watching and listening and, and checking stuff out on my own, um, listening to, a, you know, some chemists on the, on the matter and, and not just nutritionists, but like biological chemists and stuff like that. And, and, uh, suddenly this idea that eating fat won't make you fat started to become less nonsensical and more real. Yeah, like and the light so, bulb went off. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I, that's light bulb why went I had, on. you mean or... light bulb went off? Well, like it's stupider as I was watching. That's fair. So, so but, but that's why I had you watch that documentary though, because yeah. I know that you know you you and I, he and I are both are both science minded. Except so, when it comes to light bulbs. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a retort to that. So, but but yeah. Next, so Hall- he, next Halloween, you got to go out dressed up as filaments and light bulbs. Right. <laughs> My, mine will be off. So. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so so after I started kind of absorbing some of this, you know, technical stuff, and then all of a sudden you start looking at diabetes and you start looking at why insulin does what it does and things start to make sense. And I, I finally one day just decided, I mean, like literally I told Laura, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start next week. I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to start as soon as I pa- finish this pack of ginger ale. I had like a, a brand new <laughs> pack of ginger ale. I said, as, as soon as that's gone, I'm on. 
And I, I'll never forget, I was at work uh, and I had just eaten and like a family size thing of pasta from like a restaurant store. And I'm not kidding, yeah. like a whole family size thing of pasta. And like, I'm like almost sobbing into it. Just <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can hear myself getting fatter eating it. And, um, and then right at the end, I was like, that's it. And I took the rest of it. I threw it in the trash. And I like, I, I like announced, I was like, I am now on keto, you know, to like, to like a room full of nobody. And I came home and I like karate kicked open the door. I'm like, that's it. I'm now keto. Because and I started, you, I, I started. Have you been ever since that day? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, and I, because wow. I started justifying, that's a problem that I have is if I can justify in my head why I shouldn't do something, I won't do it. And I started, I was like, well, my work is getting really busy and I really, it's a bad time to do it. And as soon as I felt that starting, I was like, no, nope, I've got to do this like now. Like I've got to make the decision and go. And uh, I did unbeknownst to Laura who had just done shopping for me and herself. Yeah. Like I had just spent like, a, like all this money on regular groceries for non-keto people <laughs> in this family. And I was like, so what am I going to do with all this stuff now? All this yeah, bag, so of, Laura- all these bag of potatoes I just bought. <laughs> So, Laura, you said you started in April. Will, when did you start? Sorry, I was making myself a little keto cocktail. <laughs> I um, I started in uh, I started in July. I started on on July seventh. Oh wow! Off two thousand eighteen. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, in in that period of time, basically from July seventh to um, the Till basically the end of December, I dropped 40, uh, 43 pounds. And as of just the other day, I hit 50 pounds down. Wow. Um, and mind you, that's no working out whatsoever. And we had a, that is strictly changing my diet. We had a couple of, of cheap moments there too. We went to Disney World. We, yeah, we did was, not, we did not keto at Disney yeah, World. There was, there was no keto in Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, but you have to be super. Yeah, you like, g- you gotta be. You gotta be dedicated. a machine. You gotta be a machine. <laughs> and we had two kids, and we were like, "Where are French fries?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you make up your mind beforehand to do that, that there's no guilt, and I hope you enjoyed every bite of it. It's when you go into a situation no, like that. No, there was guilt. There was thinking- guilt. We hated it. Like. We hated yeah. ourselves afterwards. <laughs> like, but the thing is, if you go into a situation saying, I will not stray, I will not stray, then not only have you eaten the bad food, but you're guilty about yeah. it and you yeah. have bad feelings about it and you beat yourself. I mean, why add all that emotion to what's already a bad situation? Well, so if you just go in and know you're going to have the fries and ice cream, go ahead and enjoy it and then you come back and it's over with. And that's sort of, we, we, that side of things was fine. Like we, we were like, if we cheat, we cheat, you know, it, this is a marathon, not a race. You know, it's, this is a lifestyle. It's not, right. you know, but it's a choice but to it's how, this but, how did, but how did we feel like yes. physically after we ate was not good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have to tell you something I just heard today. There's a wonderful uh, person that has a coaching school. Her name is Brooke Castillo. So I want to give her um, the kudos for this. And she calls it net pleasure, 
when you take the pleasure of what you've eaten and subtract the how horrible you feel afterwards, what you're left with was is actually the pleasure of the item. So if you say, I love this cupcake, and then you feel really awful because you ate the cupcake, what really was the pleasure of yeah, the cupcake? Exactly. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it sounds like you did not have very high net pleasure from all that. No. The pleasure of no. eating the yeah. food, I don't no, deny no, no. that must have been wonderful, so, but the net pleasure... It was, it, it was not. We got there and we had in our mind, like, and I think, I mean, I, it was I don't definitely wanna, easier just to yeah. get a side of fries too when you've got those long lines I'm and not, you're not, you're not trying to carry a huge lie. salad, we salad walked, dressing and everything. We walked you know? in the door with the idea that we were going to attempt to stay keto. And then five minutes later, <laughs> yeah. we realized that that was going to be extraordinarily difficult at like, well, you know, we in were a theme there, park. We were there with our kids and then we were there with your mom and your aunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was a big group of us. And so, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, just get everybody fries. Yeah. Let, <laughs> you know? let's you, just, didn't, let's you didn't carry baby carrots in your fanny pack? Baby carrots? What? In your no. fanny pack? We, no, can't, we, no. did, we did carry chips. No carrots for us. We did carry <laughs> chips in the stroller. Oh, yeah. I actually, I think I, think I got away the whole week only eating one potato chip. I, I had I had a, a few. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't do it because I drew the line there. I was eating oh. all the bread in the world, but I was, I was like, say, no. You had all the French fries and <laughs> yeah. and and homestyle potatoes for breakfast. I and... had a I had a hot dog that actually was topped with French fries. Like that's how it came. Like you were like, would, would you like us to top it with French fries? <laughs> so I think overall, who cheated more? Like if we oh, want to go on a scale, no, I did. yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, so let me say this about that. I wonder how many people now have shut off the podcast <laughs> and vowed never to come back again because we're talking about cheating. But we're I, I. But I have a couple of thoughts on that. We're not saying cheating is okay. No. no. What we're saying no. is how do you recover? Right. When well, something like that happens in real life, like well, we went to Italy this summer and I talked about it just being in a box and one we and I didn't have the bread and all of that, but we took a cooking lesson at a farm in Tuscany and we rolled our own pasta and, and, you know, the tomato, you know, tomato sauce has carbs sure, because yeah. the tomato was a fruit. And, and, and when my daughter got married in Italy uh, five years ago, there was a special place in Florence where we got gelato. And so for five years, all I was thinking about was gelato at that place in Florence. And somebody says, boy, if your whole trip to Italy revolves around gelato, then there's really something wrong with you. And I, you know, I had to think about that. Like, wow, why is food so important? But then I said, you know what? I'm in this box called Florence. And I'm going to have gelato and I'm going to have the handmade pasta I can do without the bread and all that sort of stuff. And then when I left the cover on the went on the box and then I'm fine. So I don't think it's that we're saying go ahead and cheat. It's okay to cheat. You know, French fries won't kill you. Gelato won't kill you. I think it's just learning how to live in real life and how to yeah. recover and how to close the top to that box. And it's not like you're doing it every day or every week. You know, yeah, it's I, a... It's I, a you know, in your case, like it's what once in a lifetime or once in well, a that's what I mean. five years sort of situation. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, even if you weren't, even if you weren't doing keto, I mean, it, let's just let's just say you're you're an avid runner, and you run every day, um, you know, three hours a day, and that's your that's your your shtick, uh, and then all of a sudden one day your spouse, your family says, let's go to the your the greatest place that you could think about, but 
if you go there, you're going to have to be with your family and your friends all day. And there's not going to be any time to, to do this running routine. Are you going to like, you know, sit around and be like, I can't go. I can't, I can't run. Or are you going to go enjoy in whatever it is that you're experiencing in life? I mean, it's, you know, time with your family. See, I, I personally, my, my mantra is this is like Laura said, this is, this is the way that I'm going to eat forever. I'm never changing this. However, Mm -hmm. If there's a situation where it's like either a unpractically unavoidable, whatever. I was I was treat. Look, some people treat their bodies like a temple. I treat mine like an amusement park, and I was doing <laughs> that for thirty years of my life. It's not gonna kill me tomorrow if I were to just be like, oh my god, I just I can't do this. I'm gonna eat whatever because of some circumstances. I'm not gonna beat myself up over it. I'm just not. It's it's not worth the stress. It's not worth the headache. And I know that as soon as I can i'm gonna go back to eat the food that i absolutely love and i think that's one of the reasons that we're sort of relatable to a lot of people is because we're just regular people you know this sharing our personal family experiences of how we go day to day you know yeah so exactly when you talk about the vacation with the running my my niece it was a whole family thing my brother came and his daughter came and the grandchildren came and my other brother came it was we rented a villa in Tuscany and my and this was the end of this was July, over July 4th and my niece is a triathlete mm-hmm. and she had a triathlon in August so when we were planning the trip she says I wonder if I can rent a bicycle and I'll ride through Tuscany and I'll do nothing no. <laughs> believe me she had the gelato with the pasta of too course. and there was of... no triathlon it's... training involved and and literally like I kind of I mean obviously we're not triathletes but I think about compared to what I've the way I've eaten for 30 years to what I'm doing now and I turn around and I say you know what I have a I have an idea of what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make a good shot at it and if I don't well I don't care. I'll fix it when I get home. You know what I mean? Like I'll go back to the way the things I like to do when I get home and it's it's actually possible. Somebody was ta- somebody was talking to me the other day. They were they were asking me about about this way of eating and you know how how do you do this during the holidays and how do you do it when you're on vacation? And I said, "Well, you know, I I try to keep it as close as I can, but you know, if my three-year-old daughter comes up to me and, and she helped make dessert and she wants to give me a bite of her cake, you know, over a holiday. I'm not going to say no. No, honey. Yeah, I can't. Your I can't ca- eat I can't sugar. have your cake. You know. <laughs> well, you're, you're better than I am because my granddaughter, who's um, going to be five, she'll want me to eat something. She'll say, oh, Grandma, you don't need sugar. And it's well, like, I, okay. And meanwhile, I'm dying for that actually, cookie. And it's like, I can't lose face. And I go, well, that's right, honey. Grandma doesn't eat well, sugar. Well, our, our kids do that too. Our kids do that too. I mean, yeah. and, and they know, like, I mean, my, my youngest daughter, she had a fistful of goldfish, you know, and she, she comes up and she's like, you want some goldfish there? Oh, that's right. You can't have any. <laughs> and she, yeah. and she like, turns and walks away. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I don't want them either. I'm like, I'm like licking salt off my fingers. <laughs> so that brings me to one of the things where I was so intrigued about interviewing you guys for the podcast is that you do have two young children in the house. And so um, 
what's the story with that? Like you said, when you started Keto Laura, you just made carbs for Will and you just put out a regular dinner. It wasn't like you cooked separately for you and separately yeah. for him. Oh yeah, and, that will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that when I go to my daughter's house, um, when I'm at a very good psychological level, like nothing is bothering me and I'm I'm good and I'm strong and I had my MCT oil and my coffee and I'm all set to go. But if it's not a day like that and there is the gummies and the pretzels and the, you know, whatever. I mean, so the point and the thing, I have all that crap in the house anyway. My husband's not keto. But because you have two children and you're probably packing lunches for school or for preschool or whatever, how do you do when you actually have that in your, in hand? your Those hands? In your hands. Like, sometimes I go to my daughter's house and I hope she's not listening to, well, I would like her to listen, but let's say she's not listening. And I'll go in and I'll like, I'll caress the stuff and I'll hold the goldfish <laughs> and I'll it. look at it and I'll open it and I'll look at it and I'll just <laughs> and then I put it back. So like how is it day in and day out being faced with all these kid treats? Well, at this point and this is this is, you know, we're in January and I started back in April of 2018. And I'm not going to lie, the first few <laughs> first couple of months there were moments where I would just take I would I would take a bite and then just spit it in the trash <laughs> you know? yep, yep. just just so and I can get think, the taste I think I'm not alone there either so I don't mind saying that <laughs> I don't mind admitting it out loud but uh, but these days I really you know I've just sort of beat those cravings uh, to be honest with you and if I if I am in a moment where I haven't had a lot of sleep or I haven't had enough water or I haven't had or I'm just hungry in general and I'm packing those lunches or I'm preparing those snacks or I'm smelling the Pop-Tart in the toaster oven and, oh, it smells like my childhood. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, you know, if if it really gets to the point where I'm like, I I want that, then I'll I'll just down like a glass of water or I'll or I'll I'll eat something that is keto friendly. You know, if I'm really if that's just not going to cut it and I'm really hungry. And, um, and that usually solves that problem. Like, and then I'm full and I'm, you know, cause I had something fatty and it mm-hmm. really satisfies any, you know, urge to, to cave. And, and then that just goes away and I just don't want it anymore. And that's interesting because now it happens less and less. Now there's less incidences. Like you said, I can right. I can stop myself. But I started in December, just the, a week before Christmas, 2016. Okay. Wow. So that first summer in, in 2017 and um, the my baby, my baby, my grandson was born <laughs> and I had taken time off from work and I stayed like my daughter had maternity leave for the first three months. And then I took a month off from work and I gave him an extra month an extra month at home before he went into into daycare. And believe me, there were many run-ins with, you know, chocolate bunnies and and um, things like that. And, you know, so less now. So you're right. The longer you're on it, um, the easier it is to just have that drink of water or something fatty or whatever. And you just, and this is, um, we're recording this now in January. So you've been through Thanksgiving, you've been through Christmas, all of that. How is that with a whole family and the kids and now you're really established. Did you do okay? So I can speak to that. I, I did. Okay. <laughs> I can speak. Um, 
so me going into this, um, you know, I said right from the get go that I'm not going to put so much pressure on myself that I'm going to feel guilty about anything because I, I really don't. I didn't feel, I didn't feel guilty. I just felt terrible after Disney, but I didn't feel guilty. Um, okay. because I just like physically felt bad. Well, we went to Disney at right after Thanksgiving. Right. And so, so the way this went was when we started this and I started to really, really like it and I started to see results immediately. I, I said to Laura, I said, you know what? There's two times that I'm not going to care. Like completely, I don't care. And I don't, I actually, it's funny. People call it cheating. I don't call it cheating. I, I don't, I don't even think of it that way. If I don't, if I don't eat keto one day, I don't consider it cheating. I just consider I didn't eat keto and I'll be back in it in three days. Oh, I love like, that. I just don't. Yeah. I don't think of it that way because well, you cheating. Know, you know the recipe cheating, to get back. I mean, that's... yeah, cheating assumes cheating assumes that you're you're doing something deviant. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. it's not. It's you just made a choice and then you're going to have to do something to correct. And and I'm okay with that. And so one of the things that I made it perfectly okay for myself was Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those two things, I am going to eat the things that I've had my whole life the way that I like it, exactly how I like it. And I will never do it again. <laughs> that, was, that, was the, that was the last time. This market, 2018 Thanksgiving, was the last time that I will ever intentionally not eat a giant keto meal because – is we actually just talked about in a previous episode, um, man, holy Lord. I mean, you know, I did the stuffing, I did the potatoes, I did all of it. I made two Thanksgiving dinners because I made it keto for me and I made it not keto for him. Yeah. And man, oh my <laughs> so. God. You know, when you hit your body with that much carbs, oh, oh just how, 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 like immediately how awful I felt. And then on top of that, like, digestively everything is all screwed up and it's oh my god and even as you were eating the mashed potatoes you were like this isn't as good this, as i remember yeah it being. this is not this was not worth it i mean even like do, like doing it i i said to myself i'm like this was so not worth it <laughs> and then the next in the next three days it confirmed was so not worth it somebody somebody said or maybe it was a cartoon i read or something i said i wonder if you can get a calorie refund for food that wasn't as good as you oh. thought it was yeah, going right. to be i mean it, it tasted <laughs> it tasted delicious but it was certainly not worth the couple of days that i dealt with it life <laughs> lessons yeah. yeah, well, it's good that you did it because now you know. Otherwise, oh, yeah. you'd always be craving yeah. that of meal. Of course, well, and we you're went absolutely on, right. And we went on to that Christmas, you know, and oh, we, yeah, did, yeah. we did a keto Christmas. And oh, it yeah. was fantastic. Because I said Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm totally doing whatever I want. And then after Thanksgiving, I was like, no, not <laughs> Christmas. We will stay <laughs> keto for Christmas. Yeah. So let me ask you, obviously, the way – oh, have you lost a lot of weight, Laura? I, we know about the 50 pounds over here. Yeah, what I, about you? I didn't have as – well, a couple things. No, I haven't lost 50 pounds. I've lost well, – No, I've no, lost... no. It doesn't look like you have to either. <laughs> I lost – I lost – where am I now? Somewhere around 30. I've lost about 35 pounds. 35? Between 30 and 35. Because I've bounced so much around. Just in this past two weeks, she's dropped. Yeah, I went through a little whoosh yeah. period. Yeah. And and even this far in, like it still happens. But So that's, yeah. So I was going to ask you, like for me, uh, the weight loss was beside the point. I was pre-diabetic oh. and I got really scared. 
And um, I was listening to, one of my friends said, uh, you got to read Gary Taub's Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It. I don't know whether you've, you've read the book or heard about it. Um, but I did long commuting. I, was, I commuted about uh, 15 hours a week, maybe more. And so I listened to books on tape and I listened to this and it was like my, my mouth dropped open. Just that, that whole insulin you know, carb connection. I had never heard that. And I mean, I, I consider myself like a professional dieter, a lifelong dieter. And I never knew that. And so I started, the weight loss came, but I started more for that. Like my, I don't know if you know about insulin numbers or, or something, but normal insulin is below five fasting insulin. Functional doctors will put it at three and mine measured almost 50. And after a couple of years on keto, the last measurement was 12. So it's still, I still have insulin resistance. Uh, but my doctor told me it was so severe. Don't even expect those numbers to come down for two or three years. And, my blood sugar, my fasting well, blood that, sugar was still high, that sort of thing. But I mean, that tells you something. That I mean, that alone tells you that, that long-term correction, you know, long-term correction of these, let's, let's look at it this way, right? You know, we've been around for, you know, arguably about 5 million years. And as I said before in referencing somebody else, sorry, homeschoolers, but but we've been around <laughs> for about 5 million years, you know, evolving our gut system. And I don't think, with the exception of the last about 70 years, with, the, with that exception, I don't recall ever reading in any text or anywhere anything about the Dr. Pepper tree or, or the, the Coca-Cola plant where you can spring off these you know, loaded sugars that don't exist in natural nature. We're expecting... Na natural nature. Well, in nature, sorry. We're, <laughs> we're expecting... As opposed to fake nature. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're expecting our bodies to, to do something that was never... I mean, it was never put on this planet except by our own minds. And we don't think that there's going to be a negative consequence. So when you keep your insulin up for 40 years... You know, pounding down orange juice, which is a, basically a concentrate of an orange. You know, it's one thing if you're going to eat a banana. And I mean, that's not keto. But at least it's something that we as humans have eaten over the millennia. But the idea that we're, we're knocking down these things that don't exist in nature. What does that do to somebody over 40 years? You know, drinking that Dr. Pepper, that Coke for 40 years with your insulin constantly raised we don't know what those effects are. We're only just now seeing in the last 50 years what happens when the food pyramid says the majority of our diet should be grains, that we should somewhere in there have all these different things that, that humans realistically probably didn't eat. You know what I mean? We weren't eating onions and root vegetables before a few hundred years ago. You know what I mean? They just, mm. they just, they weren't around. I, I say a few hundred years, I mean more like a thousand years, but but um, so that, that's got to say something. And to that effect, you know, now we're seeing, A, the long-term effects of what's happening when you're putting these kind of carbs and in, in unnatural foods in our body. And then number two, um, you know, what happens on the converse? You know, your doctors have literally from their get-go only learned um, that, you know, this stuff, this stuff can't be corrected. Well, then again... 
they're taught that the right way to eat is grains, 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 and then all this and all that. So they've never even looked at it. And then all of a sudden they see you're in ketosis and they're like, whoa, you're starving yourself. There's something Mm. wrong. And that, I mean, obviously when you look at the keto mantra is just not right. That is not correct. And you're, you're seeing it, your, your blood numbers are getting better. I did a blood test before I started and then I did one 30 days in. I dropped my triglycerides from a starting number of 450 down to 125 in 30 days doing nothing, wow. doing nothing but doing keto. Nothing. Wow. No change. And my triglycerides at one point when this insulin was so high, um, also my triglycerides at one, I had one time tested over 400. And so now it's, so I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. But when you started this, uh, because Laura was doing it, did you start it for weight loss only? Or did you already know this stuff that we're talking about with triglycerides and cholesterol no, and all that sort of stuff? I didn't actually. And that's what makes it kind of cool. So so what I ended up doing was um, I went to the doctors for, for a, a typical scheduled visit and um, went through the visit just fine. And kind of on the way out the door, the doctor was like, well, you know, how you been feeling? Well, and I'm like, well, I'll be honest, doc, I'm really tired. I'm like, and I'm talking exhaustion that I've never experienced. And I'd, I'd even made several mentions to Laura um, across a few months saying like, I've never experienced this type of exhaustion. I mean, I was sleeping through lunch. I was like, just to get home. And then I'd, I'd rack out the moment I hit the, you know, hit the couch. And um, everybody's response to that was, well, you know, you're getting older. And oh, gosh. it was, it was, it was, well, you're getting older. And, and I was like, I don't believe that. I, I, it, I've never felt like this. And it was so, it felt like it was so rapidly it came on. So I mentioned that to him and he's like, well, maybe it's time to get a blood test. So I did a blood test the next day. It took about two weeks to get my, my uh, numbers back. In that time, seven days went by and that's when I had my keto epiphany that I was going to start doing keto. Um, mm-hmm. the following week I got my results back. So I had been on keto for seven days and I had dropped 12 pounds. It was 11 or 12 pounds in seven wow. days. And I went to see the doctor and the doctor looked at me as I was in the waiting room. He's like, Whoa. He's like, what? Did you lose some weight? I'm like, yeah, doc, I'm down 12 pounds. He's like, that's great. He's like, let's look at your numbers. And we go over my numbers. He's like, everything looks pretty good. He's like, except for your liver function. He's like, your liver function, you got a fatty liver, you got huge blood cholesterol numbers. He's like, I can't even read your LDL, which is your bad cholesterol, because your triglycerides are 450. He's like, I want you on a statin today. And I was like, before you go too far, doc, I was like, can I tell you, I started keto, and he flips his pen into the air, and he kind of spins around in his chair, and he looks at me, he goes, you want 30 days? I said, yeah, if you can give me 30 days just to see what happens. He's like, you got it. But promise me in 30 days, if these numbers don't improve, you'll do whatever I say. I said, deal. So I did this for 30 days, went back and did a blood test on the mark. And I came back and he's like, this is not the same person. He's like, are you, he goes, be honest with me. Did you go to another doctor? Did you actually get, (laughs) get a drug? He goes, I've never seen 450 to 125 in 30 days without drugs. He goes, I've never seen it. It does. I've just never seen that. Interesting. And I went to my doctor also who was keto supportive. She says, but I don't know and blah, blah, blah. And I also had the blood tests like, I don't know, a few months apart. And she came and she says, oh my God, I am a believer. Yeah, I am a believer. She says, I never saw things like this. I I was really lucky because not only was my doctor supportive, but he had actually done 
basically paleo and he lost mm-hmm. about 150 pounds doing paleo. And wow. so when I said that I was on keto, um, he didn't, I, I told him what my numbers were and he was like blown away. He's like, wow, that is like, that's crazy hardcore. That's low, low carb. Um, he's like, just, you know, just be careful. He goes, but if it's working like it's working here, you keep doing you. You just try adding these little things in, try to do me that that favor. But yeah, my my blood cholesterol numbers are way down. And yeah, it's it's all improving despite despite what what medical journals say. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, weight loss is a great way to start keto, but it doesn't sustain you, not like what you're talking about. And when you talk about being exhausted and I talk about my commuting, when I tell you how many days I left left work, I left Boston at five o'clock and my commute was only about 17 miles, but it would take an hour and a half in rush hour. When I tell tell you about a half an hour in, I would go into a parking lot somewhere and I would sleep and I would sleep and then I would get up and then I would finish the commute. Or sometimes I would go to Connecticut. I have a girlfriend in Connecticut. We would do some belly dancing events and I would stay at her house and she's only about an hour away. Like Hartford to Boston is just an hour. And I would go in at the, at the, um, mass pike at the entrance Mm -hmm. where the toll where the tolls are and they have you know you pull over and stuff like and i'd pull over and i'd sleep i was afraid to drive the rest of the way home which was only about 40 minutes i mean this was my level this was my level of exhaustion yeah that was totally me yeah Yeah. when i started keto the first thing i noticed is i didn't have to sleep on the way home yeah Yeah. yep and i still experience that i mean i'm still wired 24 7 yeah Wow, so that's that's wonderful. So let me just ask you some technical stuff. Like, do you track or you just know that you're eating a keto meal? Oh, well, you said your numbers. So I assume at least at the very least you're keeping um, tabs on on carbs or something. But what is your and what is your um, scope of of tracking? So Laura, you and then maybe maybe you do it differently. Well, when I first well when I first started keto, I used uh, the app Carb Manager. And it's free. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I kept up with my macros. You know, I entered all of my food that I ate throughout the day. And I kept up with it and made sure that I was keeping at the right percentages of fat, protein, carbs. Um, and, and also, not as much, but also just sort of keeping an eye on how many calories I was taking in a day. That, obviously, that's not as important, but it is still a factor at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to be taking them 5,000 calories a day. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I start, Well, you're also a guy. We've, we talked about that at the beginning of the podcast. So you don't count. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, but I've, one thing I've noticed the, and, uh, Will, I think he's sort of saying the same thing now that he's getting further in, along in keto as well is it just kind of happens one day where it becomes, second nature almost like it's just intuitive that you know that you're getting the right numbers and like every now and then i'll i'll enter my number my my meals back into card manager just to see if i'm yeah spot check and right right at exactly where i need to be all day every day and i think it's just i think it comes along with not only just being intuitive but you um 
you know, especially humans are creatures of habit. You know, you eat the same foods that, you know, typically, maybe not every single day, but the same, you know, routine, the same. Yeah, and I will say after three months, after, you know, three or four months of of doing this, um, you get really comfortable with looking at the back of a package and being like, yep, can have that. Nope, can't have that. So, like, if I were to pick up something new that I wasn't sure about, you know, I'm going to look. But if I'm doing the same brand, the same thing, I don't even think about it. I like I know that hits exactly what it is. Um, and then, like she said, I was religious about tracking absolutely everything for the first from from July until probably early December. I was absolutely religious. I would not. I, I, that's I would. Nothing would go into my pie hole without it being yeah. put into the if app. If I was cooking something for dinner, he wanted me to send him the link to the recipe or yeah. tell him everything. Oh, and, and I'd bark. And then, and then I'd, come, I'd go nuts on her too. I'd be like, that's not what you or, said. Or he'd come like into the kitchen <laughs> while I'm trying to cook and like stand in front of all the cabinets that I need to be in, like clicking the labels and, yeah. and oh, taking yeah. pictures of them. And I'm like, yeah. get out of my kitchen. I, I'm had to, I had to get a full, <laughs> it's just the way I operate. I had to get a full grip on exactly what was going on. And I mean, now, and I thought I'd be tracking just because I know how I am. I thought I'd be tracking forever. But um, now I'm in just, I'm doing it in my mind as I'm going through. And if I miss a number by a fraction of a percent, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm still doing much better than I was. So, but I know, I mean, at this point, I, I've already spot checked myself. I do it about once a week. I just spot check what I eat on a day. And like Laura, I mean, I hit my numbers almost exactly dead on if it's just a fraction of a percent here it's and there. really weird it just and it just kind of clicks over one day it's just sort of a natural thing it's it's bizarre i i can't explain it like you just know mm-hmm. it's you yeah. just know can i say i love you guys well, I love you too. <laughs> well, she's giving no, she's this, giving you a run this, for your money. This is, <laughs> no, but this is how I this is how I coach my my clients, and it's just like you you at the very beginning. How do you know what a carb? First of all, how do you know what a carb is? I once had a physician say to me, we were talking about something, and I said, "Oh, so when you don't eat dry fruits because they're very high in carbs," and she said. And we were talking about dates. She mm-hmm. says, dates are a carb? Yeah. This is a physician. Well, and that's, the, but know. that's just the thing. Most, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say all, but but a lot of medical training, which is which I find so fascinating. Medical training is, when it revolves around nutrition, it's actually relatively low. Yes. Um, I mean, in the grand scheme of, of what, what, you know, physicians are, are being taught. When the most interesting thing is when you look at it sort of, anything from a mechanical point of view, you look at what are the most common things that these, that either these pieces of equipment or these people or whatever are exposed to on a daily basis. And to think that food has so little to do that you're only going to dedicate a very small portion of medical training toward what we're consuming. That's crazy. Like that in my mind is lunacy. The idea that, that that would be such a small part of, of, what you know a physician what a doctor Education, would say you know yeah. i 
I've heard um, figures of like eight years of nutrition in their four years of medical training or 11 hours or yeah, yeah, I've heard similar. Eight hours or 11 hours or something like that. So the the thing is, is that, I say I totally lost my, the thing is that I totally lost my train of thought. All right. Okay. No. So I was, so I was. You were saying how much you loved us. Yes. How much I loved No, but what I was saying is that when they start out, I say you have to know first of all, what is a carb and what is a protein and what is a fat and is it a healthy fat or not a healthy You have to at least have some awareness or some education or whatever. And I says, once you know this, like you were saying, I tell them spot check a meal, but don't, don't enter the meal. I also have carb manager. Don't mm-hmm. enter the meal into carb manager before you eat it. If anything, if you really want to know this, list your things that you've eaten during the day so you don't forget what you've eaten. Then before you go to bed, put it into carb manager and see how on the money you are. But don't do that. I mean, at the beginning, okay, it's all right at the beginning. But once you're at it a couple of months or three months or four yeah. months, I mean, you've got to start easy, yeah. to trust yeah. yourself. Like, I, I'm friends with a couple of people that for New Year's, they don't do New Year's resolutions. But what they do is they pick a word for the year. Like maybe this year was intention and last year was peace or whatever. I said, this year, my word is trust. Just trust the process. I can't tell you how many times that even I've been doing it two years. I'm a professional coach and I'll still say, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I bet I gained 20 pounds and I'll run to carb manager and I'll put everything in and I'll, you know, and I just have to say, no, if I can't trust myself, you know, who's going to trust me? Exactly. And how can I tell people to trust themselves? My sister-in-law just started keto two weeks ago. And she started, she's lost already like 12 and a half pounds in two weeks. And her idea of doing keto is, I just don't eat carbs. And so I said to her, I says, well, what about your macro? She says, well, what's a macro? <laughs> so it's just, it just goes to show yeah. you. And yeah. then I says, well, I says, well, maybe you're not really in ketosis. You only think you are. So today oh, yeah, she I ran up she bought the peace exactly. strips. Yeah. And she's like a purple. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and this is, she doesn't know what a macro is. She doesn't weigh it measure. She doesn't track. She doesn't nothing. And she's peeing purple and she's lost <laughs> 12 and a half pounds. Yeah. She just, she, does not open her eyes until she has her coffee and when I say open her eyes we're talking nine ten o'clock she's retired and she texted me the other day it wasn't even eight she says eight o'clock and I'm already dressed and I haven't even had coffee <laughs> I says well obviously she's doing something right so I tr- it's it's funny it's like I see all these people doing it and it's like I don't trust that I can do it. So I love, but I do. But I, so that's why I said I love you guys because this just validates the yeah. way I want to do keto see, and the way I want to teach my clients. See, what what I, what I say is I, I trust but verify. You know what I mean? Like I trust myself. I do. And I trust what Laura makes. But once in a blue moon, I, may, I might say, hey, send me the recipe because I still want to verify what we're doing is is in the wheelhouse of what we set out for. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I do is, is I do a lot of sailing. Um, so I'm, I'm at sea quite a bit. Um, you know, to be perfectly honest, when I'm sailing a thousand miles, um, 
I trust my sensors. I trust my crew. Uh, but I'm still going to look around and I'm going to look and make sure that we are where we're supposed to be, that the, the, the GPS matches where we are on the chart, and that that landmass is supposed to be there. You know, I'm still going <laughs> to verify. I still trust, but I'm going to verify at sporadic times. And I do that with this against myself and against Laura. I love that. I'm going to use that with my clients. Copyright. And, <laughs> and I want to piggyback off what you were saying earlier about your sister. And and that is that I, I, I wake up between 4.30 and 5.30 in the morning because I have a three-year-old. And this is not a miracle diet. I do still need coffee. <laughs> because that is still way too early for me to deal with the questions a three-year-old shoots at you at 5.30 in the morning. 5.30 in the morning. So, so listen, before before we wind up, I wanted to ask you about the things that you're doing. I think I said at the beginning, you have a website. You told me you have Instagram. You have your podcast, your Facebook page. So I want you to go all through that. We'll have this in the program notes so people can find you. But just talk a little bit about what what. What was it that, hey, I like keto, man, I'm going to have a Facebook page. I mean, sort of talk about the process and also how people can find you. Well, I think the... We like to talk a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no shortage of banter in our house. Yeah. The um, Most of it coming my way. But uh, the it's funny, the, the website itself um, got started recently and the podcast, obviously, is, is very recently. Um, but, and I, I won't go into too much specific about it, but I, we had, Laura joined a bunch of Facebook groups. That's and, how, is how I learned about yeah, keto, like yeah. in the very beginning. Like and, I, I was, so, I went too. from zero to 60, you know? Yeah. And she was, she was all, all over the groups, you know? And, you know, she, she kept trying to get me to join these. Like, nah, nah, I don't want to, no, no, no interest. And, um. You know, I ended up poking into one or two and just was kind of reading along. And, I'm, you know, this is July, August as I'm just getting started. So I'm picking up some some tips and tricks as, as you're going along. And um, I'll never forget, you know, I, uh, I, I started just, you know, I, I ended up posting a picture or something of the losses that I was having. And I had a few people send me a message. They're like, oh, my goodness, you know, this is great. Would, would you mind throwing us some tips that you're doing? And so I was like, oh, of course. So we're just chatting. We're chatting about macros and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I was just kind of just giving my, what I've been doing, you know. Supportive. Yeah, yeah, just supportive. Nothing crazy. And uh, somebody had asked in one of these groups in the public forum, like, oh, hey, I'd appreciate some help. And I responded. I was like, oh, shoot me a PM if you're not comfortable talking about it here. Because, you know, some people aren't comfortable talking about their weight and stuff like that publicly. And immediately, a moderator of this group jumps jumps on me. He's like, you can't solicit people. You're trying to get your training and da 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 I'm like, whoa, whoa. You're selling your food. And I was like, like whoa. <laughs> why don't yep, you, I've had that experience. Why don't yep. you roll it back just a pinch? I'm like, I'm literally just a regular dude doing just doing keto and trying to be supportive of other people. And this turned into a, a big, giant thing. 
you know, on Facebook. And like you said, like it, it was, you weren't the only one, like, you know, no. it was happening to a lot right. of people. Absolutely. And, and yeah. then what drove me nuts is like, I actually said to this person, this moderator uh, that was scolding me, I was like, you know what? Fine. You win. I will not help anybody else on here. And, and to top it off, she ends up banning me from the group, which just irritated the crap out of me. Yep. So, so, cause I've been a, I've actually done moderation of websites and web communities for many, many years. And you just don't treat your your folks like that. So I reached out to the owner saying, hey, look, this is the situation. Reaching out to what I would assume is is somebody that has a, you know, has a level head. And instead, this guy got a really crap attitude. And he's like, I built this from nothing. And he, he spouts this, like, I was shocked reading this, that's coming from an adult. And so, so I ended up just going into one of the other groups. I'm like, can anybody else see this? And I just kind of posted the, the comment and that thing exploded into a thousand plus comments. And I think it was like 4,000 likes um, and they they were like just people were just trash in this group, and then all of a sudden everybody starts ganging up, and they're going onto the website, and they're just posting trash constant. It was just this big thing that spiraled out of control. So, so, so obviously wasn't alone in this. Yeah, it was it was kind of funny, and so I ended up just kind of laughing it off, and uh, and, and then we but had, then we had a conversation we started about talking, it later and that we're evening. Like, yeah. Well, you know, we're not trainers or anything, but we like to talk about it, so. We'll take our ball and we'll go play over here. So we just, we made our little Facebook group and said, hey, this is what we're doing. If anybody wants to come join. We because we were still having a lot of people ask yeah. us, like, what, how are you losing weight? Like, because it was clearly happening, yeah. you and, know, I mean, she's, pictures and people that we knew in real life. And, and she's looking up and, and making recipes all the time. And, and really, it was a nice have place to post them. Yeah. And I've, I've dropped myself into just understanding, exploring how the, 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 the science of it works and the, you know, the macros and all that stuff. And, and I mean, I've experimented with people, you know, moving protein up, protein down just a little bit. How much do you work out? Okay, let's just change these numbers and see what happens. You know, upping, you know, just changing things to, to kind of get an aggregate idea of just what mm-hmm. this is doing. And people are perfectly willing to pass that information along. And, you know, and our friends have gotten really, really good at it. And the page has kind of developed into like, it's not just me posting my recipes, but other people that are, are learning how to keto yeah, they're posting are, are, what they're making are, all the time. Yeah. And, oh, it's, and it's so active. And it's going like, into like it's going into like discussions, and it's exactly what you we, know, we wanted talked it about. To be. Like we don't we don't care if if you we're not go selling in, anything. Yeah, we're we, not. We're advocating that this is you don't have to put money into this. This is this like is going to the grocery thing. store and getting food and eating. You just got to eat this food and not that food, <laughs> right? So know? let me let me back this up to my to, with my listeners. First of all. Um, I get up in the morning and there's like eight notifications that people have posted in your group. It's a very active group. But I wanted to say that you allowed me to join as Granny Keto. Of course. Um, oh, yeah. I've had a few I've had a few groups that I don't think about. Sometimes I'm on Facebook as Miriam and sometimes I'm on Facebook as Granny Keto and I don't think too much about it. And I'll be, let's say I'm, I'm in as Granny because I've been looking at my own page and I'll see something and I'll, and I'll hit join and they'll go, Oh no, you know, we can't have you. But then if I go in as Miriam and I do the same thing, I'm I'm like and now there's a few there's a few people that are just wonderful and have backed me up and let me talk about the podcast. Of course. Um because because we don't learn we don't learn anything if we don't talk. 
And and right. what I've what I've found, and it's just just from what I've explored, yeah. and it's only it hasn't been a lot on Facebook, but from what I've seen, are the folks that are trying to hoard information are trying to sell something, and yes. and, and back very specifically with that that one page that I had the whole big thing with, I looked a little bit deeper, and and this guy, for lack of a more derogatory term, uh, he no guy he, guy is a pretty derogatory yeah. term. <laughs> he was got he, was he mansplaining? He got to you? his um. <laughs> He got his whole start because he was basically ejected from one of the other major sites that are out there. Oh. And yeah, and I, I, I got some background just to, for my own edification that I wasn't totally nuts. And so he ended up like dragging a whole bunch of members from that that website he to took, his. He took his Rolodex then, to his own page. Yeah, and then he, and then he launched <laughs> his own website and started selling his uh, coaching uh, for an exorbitantly high price and this whole thing and and I kind of like asked a few people if it was like legit and it's it's half in and half out and so yeah I don't know I just got a really bad bad feeling that and I'd not, rather we're not selling anything no. like we're just like no. if you want to join yep. and, and talk with other people that are also keto talk and it up you know, complain or brag or, you know, whatever, just just right. So anyone who's listening, anyone who's listening and does get a lot of, you know, who, who does enjoy Facebook groups, I really want to, I really want to direct them to yours and it's minor and major keto, correct? That's it. It's, and, and minor is spelled M I N E R. It's it's, it's our last last name. name. And, And that confuses some people sometimes. Um, but yeah, our, 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 Website is uh, www.minor, M-I-N-E-R, and majorketo.com. And um, we'll, we'll send you all the information for the podcast uh, if, you know, people want to get in on it. And I think the Facebook is and Facebook slash Minor Major Keto. Yeah. And we're on Instagram, same name too. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Okay. So anyway, let's. this has just been absolutely delightful. I think that what I love about this is what I loved about belly dancing and... It, socially speaking, like Amy now, Amy and Chris now have been my friends for, you know, 20 years or more. I have friends that uh, one girl was my was my belly dancing student in 1983. And I remember that because my son had just been born and I had him in a backpack while I was giving her belly dancing lessons and we're still friends and he's like 35 years old. So what I'm, what I'm saying is that what belly dancing brought me was a, you know, a really lovely social circle. And I'm finding with keto that as I'm interviewing people, I mean, I never, I mean, maybe I would have joined a group because Amy would say join their group, but to sit and talk like this. And I just think that the, I mean, there's, there's a few people like what you're describing with that Facebook page, but I think for the most part, the community is no, just it is. The, yeah, it, it is. wonderful. Yep, 100% wonderful. same experience. It, on yeah. And it, it really is. Uh, so far that's, I mean, that's really the only negative interaction that I've had. It was just so bizarrely negative that it sticks out in my mind. Well, every now and then you also, like you said, you run into the keto police, like that's not keto. You know, how dare <laughs> exactly. you eat that? You know, take that that, that Reese's sugar-free peanut butter cup. Take that baby carrot out of your (laughs) mouth right now. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, this is a perfect segue because I always, I always wind up 
my my podcast. I say always. This is like, you know, the fifth one or something. But I winded up with favorite sayings. And you told me, um, Laura, what yours might be tonight. And that's a perfect segue. So tell me what yeah. your saying uh, is. My favorite, my favorite one. And, I, and I, I heard it, first heard it. It was, I was like on these long walks around our neighborhood all the time with my daughter and our stroller. Obey know, stay- until death do us part. <laughs> <laughs> That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, and I, when I go on these long walks with Lorelai and the stroller, um, you know, I listen to podcasts on my phone with my, with my headphones in and all. And I heard it, and I, a lot of times I listen to keto podcasts, uh, you know, and um, especially when I first started keto because I was learning how to keto and it really helped. And one of the things that I heard somebody say, and it really resonated, it stayed with me, and it's so true, and it's kind of become my motto, is find your own keto, because everybody is different, and there is no exact science to it. And, you know, what might work for me might not work for you. It might need a little tweaking here or a little tweaking there, and I can't tell you how much I did of my own tweaking when I first started until I found what worked. And, and that's just, that's sort of the case. I feel like for everybody, that yeah. everybody could follow that. Yeah. And I mean, there, there's actually science behind that. I mean, you know, based on your genetic makeup, where you're from, of course, it's going to be different for every person. Yeah. Granny Keto was applauding on the video here. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And, and what about you, Will? What's the saying that you like? <laughs> She's laughing at me because somebody asked me that just recently and I, and I just kind of shrugged. I was like, keto on, keto strong. And I, I don't know. There's, Love it. There's a thing to that. You know, um, A, the keto on is, I, I think that saying is kind of synonymous with anybody that's, that's doing keto these days because no matter what if you make a mistake the world is not going to end you just take a fistful of bacon shove it down your word hole and keto on you know what i mean like (laughs) just keep going and uh just the second side of that keto on keto strong is a it rhymes so that makes it cool and then i i don't know if i would say cool that's nobody asked so the so so the so the second thing is uh on the strong side is and and this is this is genuine, um, you know. From jokes. from when I from when I started this, you know how like I was talking about how exhausted I felt and how much just better I feel, and I mean substantially one hundred percent better. I feel better. I feel stronger. I feel you know more alert. I, just all around, it's just a stronger you know feeling in general. So I stick by it. Keto on, keto strong. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> And I should just end there, except I pulled out a saying that I'm, I'm waving in front of me, so I'll say it. And it says, you have to begin to tell the story of your life as you now want it to be and discontinue the tales of how it has been or how it is. And I just thought that was a good one to pull out for January because, you know, you just got to you just got to stop saying, oh, I used to do that or this is how I do it or this is how I've always been or this is how it's always been yeah, or whatever. This is, this is what's going to happen now. It's she, what's going to happen next and you're not going to write a new story but the same old words and so you her, just got to you just got to figure it out. She wins. <laughs> her quote is best. No, 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 no. I like I like yours because because I've been I've been saying a lot lately that there's like a thousand ways to do keto. 
So I think you're absolutely right on that. So anyway, <laughs> thank you so much. This was absolutely delightful. And thanks, Amy and Chris, for making the introductions. And next time I'm with Amy, I'm going to have her actually draw a family tree and explain, <laughs> <laughs> explain how you're all real. I've met, apparently, I've already met everybody on this particular branch, but I didn't understand all the twigs that came off of the branch. So. <laughs> So thanks. Thank you to, for doing this. I appreciate it. And thanks to Amy and Chris for making the introduction. And thanks for being so welcoming. I mean, just the fact that you welcomed me as Granny Keto in your Facebook group, it was like, oh, I like these people. And I, <laughs> of course. And I, and I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. ask that you leave a review on iTunes to get the ball rolling. Also, be sure to like my Facebook page, Granny Keto LLC, and visit my website, grannyketo.com, especially to sign up for Dancing with Keto. I also have a YouTube channel with informative videos that you might find a little different from other channels. After all, have you ever seen a belly dancer in costume teach you about keto?